Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. You want to get into this? Yes, sir. Uh, episode 79? 79. 79. I'm Zach. He's Todd. We are the No Structure Podcast. Back for another week. Yep. Uh, you want to go into hot headlines? Hot headlines? Uh, hot headlines. I know you've seen uh, East Coast, the gas shortage that's going on. Yeah, crazy, dude. It is crazy. And there's a real issue in America when it comes to hoarding unnecessary shit because there's people that are hoarding, you know, like 50 gallons of gas when it's like, hey, bro. Toilet, toilet paper? Yeah, exactly. Toilet paper is a huge one. Fucking hate that shit. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. But, you know, like 50 gallons worth of fucking gas, bro. Like, why are you saving 50 gallons of gas? Yeah. Have you seen any of the pictures that have came out from it? Like, people are putting it in, like, the weirdest containers and stuff. Like, not even... Right. It, it's crazy, man. Like I saw Garbage bags. Garbage bags and uh, grocery bags. I've seen Tupperware. Oh, my God. People are fucking idiots, man. I gotta hey. say, people are really dumb. Before we get into saying how dumb they are, which we can come back to that for sure. Um, I will say, like, obviously, if we were in that situation, it would be, you know, panic inducing for sure. Right. Um, I guess my thing, though, was like they gave an estimate when everything is going to be back to normal. So if you're and it was like a couple of weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. So let's say if your job was not far away and you didn't commute much, you shouldn't be one hoarding gas. For sure. You know what I mean? And I think that there's a lot of people that actually feel this bubble of, you know, I mean, I guess I don't really want to talk too much about a lot of shit that I don't know, but it just seems, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, once there's, once there's a panic that is presented to the public, the public makes it worse by over engaging, over hoarding. And then they just, they make the, you know, the, the crisis like a real crisis even sooner. So yeah, 100%. Also, um, wasn't part of that gas shortage that had to do with the hackers hacking that oil company? Did you hear about that? No, I know that uh, it was like a pipeline got shut down. Um, yeah, because hackers, oh, oh, hackers okay. hacked okay. it and uh, ended up paying. I think they ended up having to pay their hackers $5 million, I think, in Bitcoin. Really? Yeah. Crazy. So they actually had to pay them, huh? Yeah, they actually had to. And then, they, and then it got restored. I was hmm. like, that is that's some next level shit. Like that's 007. Yeah. yeah, that needs to be a movie. Did you see the uh, the Hummer H2 that caught on fire because a dude had, um, I think he had five of those, you know, big gallon containers of gas, whatever, and he lit a cigarette in the car? See, and then this is why I'm talking about people being fucking dumb. Right. I will say, though, like all the people that rely on, you know, generators or something like that, like I do hope that they're okay in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's the situation, why why they're hoarding gas, then okay. But if people are just hoarding gas just to hoard gas because they're hitting the panic button. Bro, speaking of that, yeah. So I know, I mean, we do know that there are people that are hoarding gas, um, you know, just to flip it to other people. So there is a person, um, gasoline. This is in West Cary. I'm not exactly sure what state that is, but. um, I think that's Massachusetts, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Uh, So $80. And it is, uh, they're selling these gas containers for 80 bucks, um, pretty much marked it at $16 a gallon. And if you want to deliver it to you, it's, they charge you $5 per mile. Jesus. Like these guys are taxing, bro. We're just kind yeah. of fucked up. It's well, like, it's the, just, um, reminds me of the hand sanitizer situation. I was, that's what I was just about to say. The dude yeah. with all the hand sanitizer that got busted by the feds. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate circumstances, but people are like blaming it on Biden and stuff. It's like, dude, nobody's been driving for the, I mean, most people haven't been, you know, just out and about going on vacation stuff for the last year because of the pandemic. So, of course, gas prices are going to go up. Gas is going to short when people are getting back into the world. Gas prices are going to go up in the summertime period. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend is when it skyrockets. I mean, I think that there were some points in the Bush administration where gas was like four fifty a gallon or some shit. Yeah, I just paid four bucks a gallon. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I think I paid three fifty five yesterday at Circle K. I wasn't even happy about that. Yeah. 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 Well, well, that's shitty. Um, do you see that uh, Alex Rodriguez and tech entrepreneur Mark War have reached agreement to purchase the Minnesota Timberwolves from Glenn Taylor for one point five billion dollars? Hmm, interesting. I wonder how much Alex is putting up on that. How much yeah, is Alex's that, net worth? Uh, I'm not sure, but he, you know, he does like the whole Instagram thing now too. Like his his celebrity is bigger than just baseball now. Well, hmm. and then you know, there's the whole J Lo thing, but they're allegedly split up, and I guess she's dating Ben Affleck again. I don't know. None of my business, to be honest with you, or that I care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was interesting because Kevin Garnett was trying to buy the Timberwolves for a while. And for whatever reason, he's not a part of this purchasing group, which is kind of kind of sucks. Just depending. I don't know the circumstances of why they didn't allow him to. Maybe there's a reason, but it kind of sucks that if he was involved, he should have, you know, hopefully he should have been part of this group. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, or this this group could be separate from Kevin Garnett, too. Maybe they just made a better play for the Timberwolves and Kevin Garnett's group did. I'm not sure specifically on the details of that, but. Um, yeah, that Kevin one sounds Garnett, like it would be my guess. Yeah, if Kevin Garnett wants to purchase a team, I know a, a certain city that's looking for a basketball team. So, bro, whoever puts the Sonics out here, I, I don't, I don't think you can call them the Sonics anymore, can you? Yeah, because when they went to the Thunder, we retained all the rights to the mascot, and that's why the Thunder couldn't use like the Sonics name or colors or logos or anything. Okay, yeah, I mean, whoever does it, I, I feel like that's just a, a printing money at that point. Yeah, we're th- we're hungry for basketball out here. I mean, you see how good the Jamal Cro- yeah, Jamal Crawford crossover event goes every year, mm-hmm. and the number of big players they're able to attract. I mean, I think we went one time when I mean we left before, but Kobe showed up. Yeah, still kick myself for that one. <laughs> yeah, we literally left like maybe fifteen minutes before that happened. Yeah, but o- over the years but we got to see a lot of good players play though. There was rumors that he wasn't going to show up. That's the only reason why we left. Yeah, that and I think he was injured at the time, so I don't think he played. I think he just watched. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah. So yeah, but it would it would have been cool to see him in person. But yeah, that's pretty crazy though. Uh, salute to Alex Rodriguez. That's pretty cool that uh, you know sports persons reinvesting back into other sports. Yeah, I saw this. This is kind of interesting. So COVID nineteen found in penile tissue could uh, contribute to erectile dysfunction. Yeah, and then so interesting. There is a um, a person who actually was in the uh, the study group like mm-hmm. who conducted the study and there's some things that he said that they know or she sorry um the covid virus can uh the covid virus can enter the endothelial cells cells that line the blood vessels supplying blood to the penis um endothelial dysfunction typically presented in men with covid could be a common denominator common denominator for erectile dysfunction and covid-19 is not sexually transmitted since it is absent in the semen among men who have recovered, which is interesting. Um, but I will say this, though, because it says that the COVID-19 virus can last in the penis tissue up to seven months. So what does that mean exactly? Like if if COVID can live in you for that long? You know what I mean? Yeah, that is interesting. Like, okay, so hold on. Let's backtrack for a second. Sorry, I got distracted. So it stays in your penis for seven months. It stays in your penis tissue for seven months. 
Hmm. Um, one, there's a couple things that they don't know right now, and it's they don't know the severity. Um, uh, they don't know if the severity of erectile dysfunction uh, correlates with the severity of the COVID uh, of COVID that they've had. You know what I mean? It's like if you okay. had a really bad case of COVID, they don't know if you're going to have a really bad case of limping. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Uh, this would be the perfect time to have a blue chew ad. Yeah, low key. <laughs> and then um, the other one is um, the true prevalence of erectile dysfunction among COVID survivors. They are unaware of, so they don't even know. Like this could be just, you know, just a small batch of people, or it could be everyone that's had COVID might, you know, experience this at some point. Yeah, that's interesting. We talked a lot on here about the after effects of having COVID. It's interesting that it's even moving down to your genitalia too. Yeah. Imagine, well, not even imagine, like if you really look at this situation, it's killing people and preventing people from possibly making babies. Like this is a really crazy virus. Yeah. It's easy to see how conspiracy theorists would run wild with who caused this and all of that kind of thing. When, like, like you said, not only is it, it could possibly kill you, but could also prevent you from recreating. Right. I got a conspiracy theory for you. Are you ready for this one? Ooh, it's been a while since we had conspiracy talk. Yeah. So this is actually kind of funny because it's full circle. Like shit is weird. I love so, when things come full circle. Oh yeah. Anti-maskers are ready to start masking themselves to protect themselves from the vaccinated people. Have you seen that shit? I had that as one of my headlines too. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. Like what? Because they said something. Uh, hold on, I have the headline here. It was something about the particles or shedding. Shedding. That's what it was. Yeah, man. I think it, I just think it's hilarious. I don't know, man. You guys spent so much time fighting masks, and now you're you have to wear them because you think you might get sick, which is what the point of the mask was in the first place. Right. Do you want to hear some crazy shit though? So, I work with the uh, I work with a lot of Trump supporters, so I hear yeah. a lot of shit on a daily basis. And the reason why I'm saying Trump supporters specifically is because it seems like that base is the ones that's really like about this shit right now, you know, about the yeah. uh, anti-vax, about the anti-mask, all that stuff. So there's a couple guys that are currently on my team and I was talking to them. They're telling me um, they're like, yeah, uh, they're going to uh, push out all these vaccinations. They're going to push them out, push them out. And these vaccinations are going to, you know, alter your cells and your cells are then going to start producing like its own version of a virus and it's going to seep out of these people. And then once there's a certain amount of people vaccinated, then they're going to tell everyone to remove the mask so that everyone that's not infected will get 10 times more likely infected because of the vaccinated people. I'm looking at this person like, where did you come up with this? Yeah. Like, how did you get this idea? Some people just should not have access to Reddit or the internet. It's just crazy a- because like the, like it's a, it's a story. Yeah, it's a full, it's, that sounds like a movie. Right. Like, this is a legit-ass story that, like, what is the basis of the story? Yeah, like, we're, I don't know, it's so weird. Facebook is another one that's really good at spreading this kind of misinformation around. Like, I wonder yeah. if it's, like, it starts with a part of the story, and then as it gets, like, moving around, if it just gets other people add on to the story to make this whole thing with it. Like, at first, it was just... Oh, everybody's going to get a new virus, and then then all of a sudden it's going to seep out. It's going to make people sick. Like it just keeps getting added and added onto. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's just wild. I mean, I understand having your hesitations about vaccinations and things like that, but come on, man. Yeah. Come on. If they wanted to eradicate this world of a bunch of people, they would have done it a long time ago. Right, and also another rebuttal to that is okay. If that was the plan, was to remove masks once a certain amount of people got the vaccination, so that 
they could shed and get everyone else that's not vaccinated sick. Why would the CDC come out and say that if you are vaccinated, you can remove your mask, but if you're not, keep your mask on? Wouldn't they just say everyone take your mask off? Yeah, that's so weird. And then everything goes back to the CDC with these people, too. But that has a lot to do with Trump, though, because Trump built so much distrust into the CDC over his presidency that now people don't believe anything they're saying. And also that partially falls on the CDC's fault, right? Because, I mean, as they're trying to figure out what's going on with this virus, they're giving us one thing and then saying another thing and they're flip-flopping a lot on what they're saying. But again, unprecedented time. We haven't really had anything like this. They're figuring it out as they go along, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man, this distrust on the CDC though is, is pretty crazy. Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting thing, though, the whole full circle where it's like, fuck masks. And I was like, hey, man, we need masks. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's funny. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hope I hope I see. Uh, you know what? I was going to yep. say I, I know exactly who you're talking was, about. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I can't wait to see that. That's going to that's going to bring joy to my heart. Yeah. Uh, did you see that Ellen DeGeneres has told The Hollywood Reporter that she plans to end her show in 2022? I saw that. And I, I actually I saw someone post say, um so all she had to do was just be nice. And now she said, fuck that. I'm over being nice. I'm just going to. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how like that whole situation with, you know, her employees and everything affected her ratings. Is this like a ratings thing or is she just she just wants to quit just because? I don't know, man. I really don't know. I mean, yeah. it's I don't think that she lost too many viewers. I feel like her viewers are supporters, you know. So, yeah, they love her. Yeah. So I, I really don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Are we ready for an Ellenless world? Well, I don't, I don't think it'll be Ellen List. I mean, yeah. I think it'll just be Ellen the show. Ellen show, Ellen DeGeneres show, List World. Yeah, that sounds kind of morbid when we say Ellen List. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that, but I guess I'm going to have to deal with it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know who Hans Zimmer is? Yeah, he does all the soundtracks for like, I think he did like Tenet. He did, he does most yep. of Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. So like Wonder Woman, 1984, uh, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Window, Interstellar, Blade Runner, Batman vs. Superman, Rush, Hidden Figures, the 2019 Lion King. The list goes on. Dark Knight. Like he's yeah. very, he's, he's the, that, he's that guy. He's right? the goat. He's right. the goat when it comes to that, for sure. Right. So he is, uh, creating an in-car soundscape for BMW's new M brand. So, um, M for people that don't know is like their fast version of their cars. Right. And, um, uh, BMW's M brand, their EVs, their electric vehicles are going to like, they don't have noise, you know? Yeah. So instead of having like, you know, a crazy sounding V8 with like a, a supercharger wine, you don't get any of that anymore with an electric car when it comes to performance. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't di- differentiate sitting in a, a Prius or, you know, the fastest electric car in the world because they sound the exact same if you're a blindfolded sitting in the driver's seat, you know? Right. So uh, Hans Zimmer is going to, you know, create the in-car soundscape. And it's actually pretty interesting. Maybe we could put a clip on the video. I can send you the link. Yeah, for sure. But it's a it's a kind of a cool sound. It's very futuristic. It's um that's the kind of shit I like. Yeah, it's like engaging. It's a I feel like it's definitely gonna be an experience. Like I'm excited to see what they can do with this in the future. Yeah, that's really cool. That sounds really dope. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool how now they're focusing on making um the car like cars a more of a like you said like an experience now. Like you have the, the Teslas that have like games in them and all that, where you can like chat with other Tesla drivers and you have things like this with the soundscape. I think it's really cool. It's really showing how far technology is coming in like every sector too. Right. I mean, we're at a point now when it comes to cars that, you know, your average high-end performance car is making 500 horsepower plus. Right. And it's getting zero to 60 in, you know, three and a half seconds or less. At a certain point, you can't feel the difference. 
like three and a half seconds is mind-boggling fast. Like you're yeah. 60, just like that. You know what I mean? So now it's like we need to focus on something else because you're not going to tell. Like unless you're over here trying to do something just for the spec sheet, just to say like, I can do this. Like our company can make a car that goes this fast to 60 or has this much power. I mean, if that's what, not what you're after, you just want the performance car. Like they've been doing that, you know? So now they yeah. they, they do have to go a different lane and the experience yeah. is clearly the next step. So definitely. As I always thought that the, the most interesting thing that would happen inside of a car, as far as technology was concerned in our lives, I would be getting TVs with the headrest, but boy, was I fucking wrong. Yeah, you're yeah, way wrong. <laughs> I thought it, I thought an Escalade with the TV on the headrest was the the peak of human technology. Yeah, there's a uh, so Mercedes has a new car coming out called the EQS, and it's the EQ is like Mercedes electric line, and the S is like the high end one. Mm. You should look it up sometime. Look it up on YouTube. Um, I'll, even I'll put a little uh, picture in here too for yeah, bro. Like the the interior uh technology that's in it and this is a car that you can like it's going to be produced so it's not like mm-hmm. you know some you know, maybach or some shit that's going to be three hundred fifty thousand dollars. this is like a normal hundred fifty thousand dollar car <laughs> that, that the average person can get you know what i mean but i'm just saying like it's, it's reasonably attainable and the technology right. that's in it is ridiculous you know yeah i'm going to be quite honest with you i'm kind of sick of seeing the maybach truck yeah and everyone making it dance yeah, that's so crazy. Everybody's putting. The, I saw like Tigers is doing that. I think the baby like. That, so that's an actual feature in that car. And oh, I, I didn't do, know that. Do you know? Okay, so you didn't know that. So the reason why they have that is that car. Like, if you were to take it off roading and you get stuck in the sand or like mud or something, it wiggles itself out. Mm-hmm. And that's what that feature is cool. for. Yeah. Is that kind of like what you? I mean, you had an older Range Rover. I think around the same year as my old one, right? Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the same feature with the where they had the airbag thing in it where you can move it up and down? No, so the airbags and that is more like just to get more um, clearance, ground clearance. Oh, okay. Like if you're gonna go off roading, but this is like if you were to get stuck, legit stuck. And also oh, like wiggles you out of it. Okay, exactly. you can say that. All yeah. right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you're a big car guy, so what are some uh, for people that are you know want to know more about this stuff? What are some good YouTube channels you could plug that might be? There's know, so many. Like, if you want to look at something, like, if you want to know how to fix cars, there's a dude named Chris Fix. Like, okay. his shit is very thorough, uh, very easily digestible. If you want to just see um, quirks and features is what the dude calls it. His name is Doug DeMiro. He has okay. a pretty dope YouTube channel, too. Those are just two to people on top of my head, yeah. Yeah, because I do like watching stuff like that. Stuff like that's really interesting. Yeah. If you want to hear, like, some pretty crazy stories, you can do, like, Vin Wiki. They have some what, interesting stories. What kind of, like, crazy stories are we talking about? So, there's a... Um, the original McLaren F1. I just watched okay. a video about one that was taken to Mexico, probably illegally, and was owned by, I think it was Escobar. Oh, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Escobar. Maybe it wasn't Escobar. It was it's one what, of the car- it's one of those one of those drug kingpins. Right, exactly. Yeah. One of the cartel guys, and it's just a crazy story about how it got out there, which it wasn't supposed to get out there, and then where it probably is now, and like kind oh, of like his true. idea of where it, the cool thing about this guy though, that talks about the story is like he has his hand in so many um, high end car sectors that like he really knows his shit and he knows people that can get the shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Cool. One of the coolest cars I've seen lately was, I think it was Jay Leno's uh, McLaren that has the seat in the middle. Yeah. That's the same exact one I'm talking about. Oh, same exact one. That one's fucking dope. Yeah. But this one was um, purple with bronze rims. That sounds like a drug dealer's car. Right, yeah. It's pretty interesting. If you're trying uh, to be inconspicuous, that's probably not the car to be doing it in. I mean, that car in general, you can't really be inconspicuous in that car, but yeah. Right, that's crazy. 
Um, so tomorrow, Kobe's getting inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Instead of clapping, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so Vanessa Bryant's going to speak, and then Michael Jordan's going to be giving his, uh, doing like Kobe's speech, I guess, or, you know, like in remembrance of Kobe. I think that's, that's really cool, man. Yep. Those are probably, that's the best person, honestly, to have up there, especially after what we saw on the last dance. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize that their relationship was so close until the last dance. So I think that's really dope. Right. Yeah. I'm excited to see. I think Kevin Garnett's also getting inducted tomorrow. And then there was somebody else, but KG, another person, you know, we talked about him earlier, but uh, I didn't really love him when he was in the NBA because he was a Celtic. Well, mm-hmm. you know, after the Timberwolves, but another another great player that, you know, it's, it's dope to see the players that we grew up on getting right. their flowers. Right. You know, it's, it's oh, Of course, it's unfortunate that Kobe couldn't be around to get those flowers, but, you know, a lot of people did express how much they love Kobe while he was here, too. So, oh, yeah. Kobe definitely got his flowers while he was here, for sure. He's yeah. gone too soon, but he definitely got his flowers when he was here. Yeah. So, shout out to Kobe. Rest in peace to Gigi. Yeah. On a lighter note, um, Legos. Are you familiar with those? Legos? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. All right. Come so, on, dog. Legos. Um, do you know how many it takes to stack directly on top of each other? Like, so you know the little four by four Lego, the little square yeah. brick. Do you know how many it takes to stack on top of each other before the very bottom Lego crushes? No. Take a guess. 2,000. 2,000? 2,000 Legos? The like answer just stacked, is... Just stacked on top of each other. Directly on top of each other. Yeah, I'm going to guess 2,000. 375,000. And um, the tower will be 12,000 feet tall. So I'm assuming that they did this They did this um, simulated. Yeah, they would have had to. Did you? Have you ever been to Legoland? No, I have not. Uh, I want, that's one thing that I really want to go to, but uh, I definitely need to have a kid with me to be doing that. <laughs> I just fucking go to Legoland on my own. Right. So the time that I could have gone to Legoland, I was way too old, and I was like, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, it does, it's not like one of those, or at least I don't view it. Maybe I could be totally off base with this, but, you know, like Universal Studios, mm-hmm. it's kind of like for kids and adults, you know what I mean? Like they have like the Fast and Furious ride and right. things like that. But Legoland seems like it's more geared towards just children. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how just, I see it. Yeah. I could be. I could have missed out. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, you want to let me borrow West for a weekend and uh, go to California, <laughs> go to Legoland, so I don't feel like a fucking creep. Yeah, you can't say borrow, kid, okay, because that sounds like some oh, yeah. weird trafficking shit. <laughs> that sounds like some back gate shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had this weird tweet from somebody, and I actually wanted to ask you: Do you go to the uh, grocery store with a list, or do you just kind of freeball it? I'm usually a list person, only because usually when I get shit, like it's hella ingredients, and I forget. Yeah, I'm, I'm that way too. So I usually try to make a list and then, you know, I end up getting stuff that had nothing to do with my list. But oh, for sure. This person tweeted, if you go to Trader Joe's with a list, you want to see yourself fail. You got to let the spirit of Joe guide you through the store. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I made lists that got into Trader Joe's and bought a whole bunch of shit that was never even crossed my mind or on that list. But that's the beauty of Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is a weird place, though, because it's not really laid out like a grocery store. It's almost laid out like a, like a uh, farmer's market. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just want to like, Taste a little bit of everything type shit. Right. You want to see everything. You, I mean, every time I go down the different aisles, because Trader Joe's always has something really cool. Right. Yeah. I fuck with Trader Joe's. Hell expensive, yeah. but I fuck with it. Yeah. That's the only thing. It's a little bit pricey, but I also saw, uh, so Chick-fil-A, you know, they have their nuggets. Mm-hmm. And I try not to eat Chick-fil-A and have it actually in a long time just because of some of the the weird shit that they were doing, the homophobia and all that stuff. I'm, I don't really rock with them like that. Right. But apparently Trader Joe's has a chicken nugget. that's almost exactly like it. So now I can stick it to Chick-fil-A and still get my nugget fixing. My go-to thing at Trader Joe's is their uh, marinated barbecue short ribs. Uh, oh yeah. Those are good barbecue. 
Korean barbecue short ribs. Yeah, I think I know exactly which ones you're talking about. Those oh, are super yeah. good. I yeah. like their wraps too. They have really good like pre-made, uh, like you know, like chicken Caesar wraps and stuff. Yeah, you know, Trader Joe's is the first place that I've ever bought Brussels sprouts on a stick. They come on see? a stick there. They come on a branch. So oh, they don't weird. they don't put the Brussels sprouts in a bag. They like they yeah. chop off a section of the branch that has the sprouts on it. I didn't even oh, know that's how they grew until I saw it there. Well, yeah, I got to see this for for myself in person. I have to hit Trader Joe's soon. Yeah, I mean, we could put a picture up too because I feel like the picture is just really weird. Yeah, yeah, we'll put, yeah, we'll insert a picture for sure. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, because when you go to Safeway and stuff, it's all the Brussels sprouts are just like just sitting there, and you just scoop them and put them in the bag. Yeah, as soon as you see, you'd be like, "Oh shit, that's what it looks like." Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. So in uh, Ohio, um, Governor Mike DeWine announced that. Five vaccinated Ohioans will be chosen at random to win $1 million. That is uh, one way to get people to vaccinate. So basically your vaccination card is a Willy Wonka golden ticket? Pretty much. I fucks with it, man. Yeah. I fucks with it. That's pretty dope. I mean, I've seen there, there's there been a, quite a few uh, incentives to get the uh, the vaccine, but that seems to be the, the biggest one. Like the Mariners game, I think we mentioned this last week, you get 20% off if you sit in the vaccinated section. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. It's 20% off. Yeah, food and drink. And then I saw, I think uh, Krispy Kreme gives you a free donut if you show yeah. your vaccine card. But didn't they already give people free donuts before? I don't know. There's a Krispy Kreme down the street from my house, and that thing always has a line, like a crazy yeah. fucking line. I'm like, all right, they're giving away free donuts again. I'm not a huge donut person. Like, I like it every once in a while. So I haven't been to Krispy Kreme in a long time. And in Texas, like when I used to go down there for the summers, Krispy Kreme is in every store. Oh, know? really? Yeah, like a Starbucks kind of thing? Mm hmm. No, no, I mean like uh, grocery stores, Seven uh, Elevens, everywhere they have like prepackaged ones. They have ones ready to go. It's, it's not the hot oh, fresh ones. Oh, but... okay, okay. So like a Hostess. Yeah, okay. like a Hostess. Yeah, that would probably be okay. a better comparison. I saw this and it was kind of talking about vaccines, and it said there are people right now in this nation with plastic shopping bags filled with gasoline in their houses who won't take a vaccine, and it's because they think it's unsafe. Pretty crazy. Yo, man, that that gasoline thing was crazy. I also saw one guy, he was pouring the gasoline into a can, like an actual can, so salute to him for doing it safely. But then there was a dude right next to him with an AR-15. Like, what are you expecting to happen at this gas pump? Do you expect to get robbed for your gas? Like, I don't... I mean, it might be that crazy out there. I'm not yeah, out there, so it really yeah, might exactly. be. Yeah, um, it might be. It might be, it might be uh, on site if you got gas. Did you see that there's a lady, <laughs> some Florida shit, there's a lady who was... Uh, she was trespassing in a high school and she posed as a student to get followers on her Instagram. Yeah. It was super weird. I did see that. What? And uh, she kept telling them that she was going to go to get to registration or something. And then she just kept going through the school, plugging her Instagram, giving people cards That's with her, uh, with her Instagram uh, handle on it. Is it called a handle for Instagram? Uh, Whatever. You know, I think so. yeah, screen, yeah, name. Yeah. screen name. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, people were super thirsty for fame. So I guess I guess. But that's weird going to a fucking high school and doing that. Yeah. And you're probably on a list somewhere now. Has to be. Yeah. Um, Trey, the truth will receive the Changemaker Award at the 2001 Billboard Music Awards. I think this is the second year that they did this. Um, last year was Killer Mike. But Trey, the truth, uh, I think it's really dope that he's getting recognized. He's been doing a lot of things in his community. Um, he's big in Houston. You know, he has uh, uh, foundations. Um, he was helping out, I can't remember exactly the context of this, but he was helping out during the 
the whole Texas storm, like making sure people got groceries and things like that. Mm, that's dope. So I think that's really dope to be recognized for that. And, uh, you know, Trey, the truth is, uh, he's a longstanding hip hop person. So I think it's really dope that he's getting awards outside of just hip hop. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. You know, we always try to salute people that are, uh, doing great for their community. So shout out to Trey, the truth. Yeah. Um, so I know you saw that Tesla is stayed suspended accepting Bitcoin to purchase, yep. um, Tesla's. I have a conspiracy about that shit, bro. Well, first, shouldn't we say why they suspended it? It was because... Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to get into it. Okay, yeah, go yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's because they claim the, the, the environmental effects. Right. So this is this is how I see it. Tesla claims that they want to stop because of it uses too much um, fossil fuels to mine Bitcoin. Right. So it's a dirty coin. That's how they, they see it, right? And coming from an electric company, okay, I get that. 100%, I get that. Um, so they're going to try to look for a different coin that is mined more efficiently, which I get that too. Right along your brand, all good. The problem right. I have with that is y'all still have Bitcoin though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm against poaching, but yet I have elephant tusks in my house. Right. You know what I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand what you're doing. So what, this is my conspiracy. I think that they said that to drop the price and that they're going to go back in at a lower price and then say later, like, well, Bitcoin runs more efficiently now or some other bullshit. You know what I mean? And they're going to be like, yeah, we're taking Bitcoin again. Yeah. I kind of thought that about the Doge thing too, with SNL, like how mm -hmm. Doge tanked, people were having a conspiracy that maybe Elon tanked it on purpose so that he could buy in lower and then pump the stock, like what he was doing before SNL. But my thing about that though is so I monitor because I, I swing trade Doge. So yeah, I'm very aware of when it dips and when it pops up. The dip was not anything abnormal. Like the it did drop significantly, yeah. but these drops happen like every other day anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you got like an even bigger discount than you would have gotten if you would have waited two other days. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And also on top of that, I don't think that Elon um, manipulated the stock to drop. You know what I mean? I, I don't I didn't see what he did to make him make this. Or I don't see what Elon did personally to make the stock drop by what he said. I think that he was just so awkward. Like, and he didn't really say much when it came to Doge. That's the reason yeah. why I dropped. It was it was very like surface level stuff. Right. But he didn't do anything, really. It was just people expected more and they didn't get it. So that the price dropped. So mm -hmm. I don't believe that at all. It doesn't look like Elon did anything about that at all. Yeah. What are your thoughts on his SNL performance? I thought it was very cringy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been out of the SNL thing for a while. I respect the, the, their art and having to come up with sketch comedies and stuff, but I don't think that that kind of comedy is necessarily for me. It's not for me either. Um, and I do think that, you know, I I feel weird when I keep plugging Doge, like I'm over here, like a fucking loyal Doge yeah, supporter. You're, you're pumping the stock right now? Yeah. but. <laughs> I do feel like Dogecoin really did make SNL popular for a day. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I watched people it. Weren't, people weren't tuned in because of of SNL, like the, its popularity. People were tuned in because they wanted to see what Elon was going to do to make the stock go up. Honestly, I was on my phone until I heard Elon's voice. Yeah, I was in and out of watching it. I was flipping between that and basketball. I was just over here. I'm looking at prices. I'm playing fucking dominoes on my phone and then when elon's voice comes on i just listen be like all right man is this the time are we gonna are we gonna do yeah. it to the moon what are we doing yeah. man you know yeah, what I mean? Rob, robin hood or whatever app you use opened up on one side yeah exactly yeah uh yeah i don't know man i thought 
I don't think Elon's the kind of, I don't know. He just didn't fit that. It was just weird. I do think, though, that if they allowed them to cuss on SNL, it might be funnier because some of those bits could have used a little bit of foul language, to be honest with you. Mm, yeah. Like, I yeah. thought it was kind of funny that he was dressed up as Wario, but imagine a cussing Wario would be even funnier. Yeah. And and Elon cussing would be funny. Yeah. Just because he's, you know, he's he seems... I don't know how much funnier he get, dude. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was it was okay though. I I probably won't tune into SNL for a long time unless it's somebody you know like a musical guest or somebody that I really like. But even so, they're just performing the same songs that they would. And I will else. catch that shit on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll catch clips. I'm not going to sit and watch it again. Yeah. No offense to them because I, I, there is a lane for them to do that art, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people that love that kind of comedy. It's like again, like I said before, it's just not for me anymore. Uh, we have talked about Vanessa Keen quite a bit here um, about the things that were going on at Fort Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a Senate bill. Uh, just passed. Well, I don't know if it should pass yet, but it's at least been introduced. Uh, would change how military justice system handles major crimes such as rape. Um, Gillibrand's bill would require that independent military prosecutors, not prosecutors, not unit commanders, decide whether prosecution is warranted. Which I think that that should have just been something that should have been established a long time ago. Like, of course. They don't want a bad blight or bad press on them, so you shouldn't put it up to those people to decide whether or not that they should seek prosecution or not. Right. It's unfortunate that it takes a bill to be introduced to even potentially be able to make, you know, make something that should have been happening happen. Right. I do think that that's the beauty of social media. You know, there's obviously social media is a gift and a curse, but because Vanessa Guillen's story was so highlighted, you know, on social media platforms and everything that maybe that pushed really hard for this change to be made. Well, there's a documentary that came out within the last month. I don't know if you saw it. I'm pretty sure it's on oh, no, I didn't get to. Hulu, maybe. Hulu's killing the documentaries lately, by the way. Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, me and Tay watched it. I'll have to get back to you on the name of it, but that might have brought a lot of attention to it that a lot of people didn't even know what was going on over there. That's good. That's good. And I hope that I hope that this bill, it's, it sounds like it's just um, being presented. It's not actually been passed, but I hope that it ends up getting passed because she deserves justice and whatever was going on at Fort hood, there definitely needs to be justice for all of that. Cause right. there was, so that was some weird shit going on for a while there. I'm sure it's still going on to be honest. And I'm yeah. not even laughing. Like it's funny laughing. It's like, it's ridiculous laughing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is still going on. For right. Sure. Right. So yeah, shout out, shout out to uh, Vanessa Gina and rest in peace to her. And uh, yeah, hopefully this bill gets passed. Yeah. All right. So I was talking to you about the effects of wearing masks because I had a situation where I went to lunch with some coworkers and I realized like, so I'm on a new team and I've never seen them without masks before. Yeah. And we're sitting there and, you know, everyone's mask off. Obviously we're, you know, distanced apart, whatever, but it was just an interesting situation because everyone, I can, I can feel everyone felt weird almost as if we were talking to new people even though we all know each other, we all laugh with each other all every day, you know, but as soon as the mask came off, there's a whole vibe. And the only way I can really compare it is almost like being naked. You know, it's like, there's like that. Um, it's not embarrassment. It's not a shame. Like there's like a, there's like a weird vulnerability, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's so a like really weird thing, man. Like taking your shirt off at a, like a public setting. Right. Like it's not necessarily that it's weird because of your, body size or anything it's just weird that you have your shirt off in that setting so with that even being said oh shit is uh so er- i can i can see everyone looking at everyone's mouths yeah over here like oh shit that's what your mouth looks like you know yeah 
It's really weird. Uh, but when I brought that to you, you brought up two interesting questions. You said, are we creating a more vulnerable society with the mask mandates where people are more comfortable being behind masks? I think that's a really good question because I, I do feel like that, you know, um, especially if you already have an insecurity right, about your face, then yeah, like this is definitely your time to shine. But taking your mask off on top of already having that, that um, like if this is somebody that you haven't seen regularly and you have excuse me and you have the mask on what am i trying to say like there's just like this it's a very weird feeling man it's just a weird fucking feeling and i do feel like when everyone starts taking their mask off because you know the cdc said that you can have your mask off if you're fully vaccinated um and you know as long as you're not in the crowd or whatever you know i'm starting to see people every now and then with masks off and stuff yeah, my first thought is like it's still stuck on like Republican, you know, or anti-mask. Yeah. My first thought. Second thought is it still looks weird. It looks weird. Oh, to, to have to have your mask off. In public. Yeah it, yeah. it looks weird. I know it's not weird because that's the norm, but it's so weird about how last year, this time last year, when uh masks were mandated, our new norm was so like switched so fast. We were so used to wearing masks immediately. I think that us taking mask off, we're not going to get used to it as fast as putting the mask on. Yeah. I'll say from a personal experience, um, I went to dinner with uh, a couple of friends a couple of weeks ago and it was weird because I haven't been out, you know, like out, out like that in a while. So we were on at a rooftop, just, you know, having some drinks and, you know, having some appetizers and stuff, but just looking around, seeing everybody with their mask off, I almost got too comfortable not having my mask on. So like when I went to use the bathroom, completely forgot that I even had it. It was just Mm -hmm. a weird feeling. And I was like, oh shit, I need my mask. But even like the waiters and the waitresses were wearing their masks, but none of us were wearing it. It was just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just just weird. I think there's going to be a a long-term effect on everyone that's been through this. Like maybe our kids aren't going to necessarily be affected by it, but you know, like our grandparents going through the great depression, like they held on to shit more. Because yeah. they, don't, they don't know when it's going to go, you know? I think that this is going to, we're going to have some type of effect like that where we have like this echo of the pandemic where we're just, either we're always going to feel dirty touching shit or like we're just never going to think anything's clean ever. We're going to look at someone coughing like it's a taboo thing to do in public. Like you fucking coughed around yeah. all these people. Like what the fuck? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, uh, like this is, I don't know, there's going to be something that goes on in the future that we can directly correlate to the pandemic, that the average person all shares the same issue, you know? Right. I'll say even for myself, though, I mean, I know that this whole, you know, I'm fully vaccinated and there's this whole thing about not wearing masks on, but I'm still going to wear my masks in certain places like the grocery store and stuff just because I've gotten so used to wearing the mask and I haven't gotten sick this year. You know, like usually I get a cold or, you know, something and I haven't gotten sick at all. So, you know, knock on wood that I don't now, but, you know, I kind of gotten so used to it that I almost want to keep doing it just because not only for myself, but the people that don't get vaccinated for whatever reason, whether, you know, they have a personal belief or they have health issues where they're not able to. And also I don't want to deal with the whole situation of going to the store without my mask on and then having somebody be like, Oh my God, where's your vaccine card? And I have right. to bring my card everywhere. I have to show them my phone. I'd rather just avoid all of that by keeping the mask on plus keeping people that might not be vaccinated safe. Because I still do hang around people that aren't vaccinated and I don't want to get somebody else sick because we, according to you know them, I don't know if there's new information that's come out, but you could still spread it even if you have the vaccine. Yeah, I do think, um, taking away one of the points that you made, I do think that 
will always have a comfort in masks. Like the people that wanted to wear masks from the jump, they were like, okay, this is how you save people. I'm going to abide by that. Right. Those people, I feel like we're always still going to feel a sense of comfort from the mask. Always. Because like you said, I didn't get sick during that time with the mask. There's something to that, to me, you know? Right. So I get that. I don't know if, you know, when everything's all said and done and like no one has to wear a mask ever again type shit. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's still gonna be a lot of people that still choose to wear masks. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've talked about this on here before it's in some other countries, it's a cultural norm to be wearing a mask at different parts of the year, just because of sickness and stuff. I think in like the, you know, like Asian countries is where that's really popular where people wear masks. So maybe we're becoming a society here in America where that's just going to be part of the new normal. If you want to wear a mask, you can wear a mask. Cause I think one of the things about wearing a mask too, was that people were so apprehensive about is, Oh, now all these people are going to be in the stores with masks. The people might be getting robbed. People might be doing stuff because their face is covered up, mm. but we didn't see too much of that, which I was honestly surprised. <laughs> we didn't see too much craziness out of people wearing masks. So maybe it, in the future, it might just be a thing where you have to make the choice for yourself. If you want to keep wearing it mm. and these public places will still allow you to do it just because people want to be safe. Right. Also, another thing that you asked was, um, are we creating a dangerous divide uh, as a society, shaming people for not wearing masks or making the choice to be anti-mask? I think that that's huge because, you know, like I was saying a second ago, the CDC says if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But I can even see people that are vaccinated not wearing masks because they don't want to be associated with the anti-maskers. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, the whole thing about the divide, though, is. I could give a personally, I could give a less of a shit if you don't, if you hate wearing masks for yourself. But the second that you start doing things and putting yourself into situations where you might be harming somebody else by not wearing a mask, by believing in that stuff, that's where that whole thing goes out the window for me. It's like, okay, if your personal choice is not to wear a mask and you're against masks, that's fine. But if you're going out there and purposely not wearing a mask and creating drama and all that stuff around not wearing a mask, then that's, that's where it gets lost for me. It's like, mm-hmm. you can make the personal choice or whatever, but at the end of the day, it comes down to other people too. Like, what are you, we all have the sacrifice during this time. So if you can't even make the simple sacrifice of wearing a mask to the grocery store, I can't see you in the same way. Right. Especially like those people that go out of their way to get like a, um, like a mesh mask or something like that. It's like, okay, so you put in all that effort to make a non-working mask. Right. To essentially put something on your face anyway. Like what, why are you doing this extra shit? It's like, dude, you you can wear a mask for 30 minutes in a fucking grocery store right. to just to just to be safe for everybody else. Like, I don't care what you do on your own personal time at your own house. You don't want to wear masks. You want to party. You want to be around people and get sick or whatever. That's your personal choice. But the second that you stop considering other people in public places and are just being reckless with it, that's where you, you lost me. And I think that's where the divide comes. It's right. like. It just it, it speaks to your morality and it speaks to the person that you are if you're purposely going out of your way to just not do that. And it's going to create a new division also with this new mask policy. It's going to be the um, what I have written down uh, mask wearers versus anti mask wearers. Right. Like it's it, it's just I don't know, man, even the vac- the vaccinated people versus the unvaccinated people like that's going to be another division that's going to go now, too. And there's going to be there's going to be Karen 2.0s popping up that are going to purposely go out to grocery stores or public places. And they're going to wait until somebody asks them for a vaccine card and they're going to make an issue out of it so that they can go viral on the internet and stuff. Like for we're sure. just, we're recycling old sh- stuff that's coming back now with a different spin of things. 
maybe this is how it always is going to be. Like, there's always going to be a divide, period. And we're just right. seeing different forms of division. Yeah. Also, if you're just going out of your way to be a, like an anti-mask person, like posting stuff all over the place and just like always just hammering it home. It's like, dude, you're just beating a dead horse at this time. If you don't want to wear the mask, don't go out in fucking public. Right. Like it's, it's that simple or get vaccinated. I don't, I don't know what to tell people anymore when it comes to this mask stuff. Like either you wear it or you don't like every store, every place has their own set of rules. If you don't want to follow the rules and sorry, you're not allowed to come in. You're not allowed to shop here. You're not allowed to go to baseball games or do whatever, but that's a personal choice for you. But the second you start doing things to put other people at risk, that's when I, I have a problem with it. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting moving forward with this whole non-mask thing and people getting vaccinated and all this stuff. But, and I don't even want to say like, it's becoming like vaccinated people versus like anti-vaxxers because I don't like pigeonholing everybody that's not getting a vaccine as an anti-vaxxer. I mean, people have their own apprehensions for why they don't want to get a vaccine. So I don't think it's fair to call everybody anti-vaxxers that don't get the vaccine. You know what I mean? Everybody has personal choices. That is how it's going to be though. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's going to be pitting people like that. And it's, it's going to be a weird time. Yeah. I mean, weirder than it's already been, which is seems like it can't get any more weirder, but it's going to get weirder. That's a good point that you just said um, about the, we thought that it wasn't going to get weirder. I did think like once the masks were able to come off, it was going to be easy from there. But like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay, it's going to be weird too. Yeah. Well, even going back to your original point about masks, like just seeing people without masks, it's going to be weird now. Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, you grew a full fucking beard while, while the pandemic was? Like, when we saw Jeb the other uh, couple weeks ago, this yeah. guy had a full beard. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> Real shit. Um, I will say, though, like, there was a guy that I saw. Like, I've only met him with a face mask, you know, and I've I met him since, like, I've known him since January. And we talk regularly, you mm. know, with masks on. Guy, guy at work? Guy at work with mask on. And I saw him with his mask off. And I was like, holy shit, like, your nose caught me by surprise. <laughs> like it was crazy man i was like wow you have a really tiny nose like in my head obviously i didn't say it to him but i was really caught off guard yeah yeah that's interesting now people are going to see the patches of my beard again i'm not Damn, too, too excited about let me get some like rogaine or something or whatever they use for the the beard rogaine for the beard i might just have to take this this little thing down just leave the leave that yeah that comes in solid yeah uh yeah but this this whole massing is gonna it's gonna be really interesting and uh it's gonna it's we're going to see a bunch of TikToks about people doing dumb shit in regards to vaccine cards and all this stuff. And uh, another point of a reason why I want to continue wearing my mask too, is there's going to be a lot of people out here that are faking that they have the vaccine just so they don't have to wear a mask. And Mm -hmm. I'm not even trying to be to get, not me personally get sick, but carry that and pass it on to other people. Right. Yeah. So interesting time for sure. Take a day by day, man. Yeah. You want to get into this more morbid topic? Yeah, let's do it. Alrighty. So uh, my mom was here this past weekend, and I think I've mentioned it on here. My mom works for Aflac, uh, but you know my grandparents are starting to get older. Um, the discussion about wills and things like that are have been coming up. Um, what age do you think it's appropriate? Not I wouldn't say appropriate, but what age do you think we should start thinking about having wills? Like, is it something like as a father, have you thought about a will already, or do you have one in place since you have you know kids and a wife and everything? Um, I haven't thought about a will only because I don't really know like what all is involved in it. I just assume like, you know, if I die, it goes to my closest of kin and my spouse. Right. Mm -hmm. So that would be like my kids and my wife. Um, I thought it was pretty much that simple, but so my, 
my grandparents died and he was going or my excuse me my grandparents died and my dad was doing like all their will stuff like right, right before my grandfather died and i didn't realize like there is a lot of um, details that go into that but to answer your question um have i thought about doing it i mean i've definitely thought about it actually i thought about buying higher life insurance before i thought about you know doing a will right so maybe that's something that i just need to do anyway just to get it out the way but i don't know have you uh no and the reason why is because i'm a single person you know i don't have a wife i don't have kids so i never really thought of a will because who would benefit from me having a will but you seem like a a more uh better candidate than me because who who would your stuff go to well, so that with my life insurance, and, and that's another thing that my mom and I have been talking about is life insurance lately is it would go to my sisters. Like by default? Oh, you mean by default? I don't know who would go to, honestly. See, that's my point, though. So I like seized by the government <laughs> by default, it seems like for me, if I die by default, it would go to my kids and my wife. Right. Everything like money, debt, all the shit. Just they get everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for you being single with no kids, if you die, where does your stuff go? Even if you had a girlfriend, like that doesn't mean it goes to her. Right. So like, it seems like in your situation, it makes more sense to have a will. That is interesting because I wonder who that would go to when maybe my mom, like, I don't know who, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know what the the laws are regarding that. I always heard like closest of kin, like that term closest of kin. So I don't know if they go, um, like if it goes down first, like kids first, and then if there's no kids and it goes back up to parents if there's no parents and grandparents type shit, you know what I mean? Right. It is something I was going to say, it is something that I've been taking more seriously lately, just because we've seen this last year. And I think a lot of people have spoken on this, but just how fragile life is, right? Like a couple of weeks ago, there was a, the young Kentucky basketball player who got in a car accident and died. Like we don't know when we're going to go. So maybe we should be thinking about these things sooner in life, just to make sure that people are taken care of after we're gone. Like, for example, right now, I don't have a lot. I can't provide a lot to my sisters and my mom, but I can't provide anything if I'm six feet deep. So mm-hmm. getting things like life insurance and stuff like that and thinking of those kind of things now, even if we're at a young 30 years old age, like life can begin and end so quickly mm-hmm. that you know you have to start really thinking about these things. It's a lot of stuff that's been hitting home lately just because there's been so much death. There's been so much, you know, my grandparents are getting older. My mom's getting older. Like everybody's getting older. So it's things that, you know, I, I have to think about now. I think it's, it's things we all should be thinking about just because like, like I said, we never know where we're going to go. Like I, I'm sure Kobe didn't expect to, to go in the way he did, you know, mm-hmm. any, anybody, like we've said plenty of times on here, anybody can get it at any time. Yeah. No, that's real. Yeah. I mean, after this conversation, I probably will, you know, look into a will. I've probably talked to my dad cause he literally just, well, not literally just did it, but he did it recently, you know, with yeah. my grandparents. So. And another thing, something. Another thing too is um, I, I would never want people fighting over what I have. I mean, I don't have a lot, but I don't want I don't want to pass away and people are arguing over money mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'd rather just have it spelled out completely as it is. This is where it, where it's going, and it's all going to my sisters. And whoever is angry about that can be angry. Like mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in my situation would be, but you know, you see so many times people pass away and everybody's fighting over money, houses all kinds of things and it's just it gets it's nasty nasty thing yeah i mean unless you're like a kid and you know your parents pass away and all their stuff goes to like their friend i can see you kind of being pissed off like hey bro what 
Yeah, like, right. I feel like I was kind of entitled to that because I was next of kin, closest of kin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, you but, see, you see, like these rich people, they pass away, and in their will, they don't leave anything for their kids. They donate it all away. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, I guess that really depends on the relationship that you have with your parents and stuff, whether you deserve to get something after they're gone or not. But I could see how a person would be hurt by the fact that they don't get anything from their parents, even if their relationship was rocky. It's like, at the end of the day, I'm still your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's how you're raised, too, though, because, um, you know, if my parents didn't give me anything when they passed, like that wouldn't really change my relationship with my parents because they set me up to be you know, an uh, independent person. Right. Well, so, you I mean, don't have an expectation of getting right. something. Exactly. And I think that that's where it gets weird too, is if you're expecting to get something from some, like you're expecting to benefit from somebody passing away and you get upset because you didn't benefit. It's like, right. That's nasty. It's kind of weird. It's just like, uh, do you remember that episode of curb when um, one of Larry's old friends is talking to him about how his dad has this will, but he won't let him touch any of the money. And he's like working in a subway shop. That and sounds he, familiar. Yeah, and then he uh and then Larry somehow talked the dad accidentally talked the dad out of giving him any money and then the dad was going to go change his will but decided not to and then it ended up passing away. Mm. And they they were all saying that Larry killed him. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like season 3 or something because I've been rewatching them so I think that one was recently but yeah, man, it's just it's something I've been thinking about a lot honestly with just the way the world's going with how life's going, how fragile <laughs> life is. It's a it's um I think this last year has made me grow up a lot and rethink things and make sure that the people that I love and want to see good are, are good far after I'm gone. Even, you know, if there's an untimely demise or something like that, just sounds yeah. really morbid talking like this, but you know what I mean? Well, I don't even think this last year helped you grow up. <clears throat> I mean, maybe it helped you realize some shit, but bro, we are grownups. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we, I mean, just, we I, just it, are aware of so much more shit now in general. You know? I think it just gave me a different perspective. Yeah. I should say. Not yeah. necessarily growing up. It just gave me it. It. Yeah. I don't know. It just made me look at things differently because I've had, you know, life insurance and stuff before through, you know, companies and stuff that I worked for, but I've never like looked at independent life insurance or anything just in case I don't end up working there, you know, forever or whatever. I've never done that. And it's something that my mom and I have been talking about a lot lately because you just got to be prepared. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So you could probably give the hookup. Well, her and my sister do an Aflac right now, so mm. I'm probably going to do life insurance through them. Just because my my job offers it, but I've only, I've been there less than a year before the pandemic started. So, okay, we yeah. should talk off air uh, about like car insurance because my car insurance is fucking nuts. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe one day we can get somebody on here that does that kind of thing, like prepares wills and stuff, and we could talk to them about like some of the steps you have to go through you know, and things like that so that we could spell it out for listeners and stuff. So they know, cause I don't have a whole bunch of information on even how to do a will. I know you go to, you can go to attorney and all that, but mm-hmm. like what you actually need to make sure that that will is um, like lawful. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it, it'll actually take effect if something were to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you probably Google it too, but yeah, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I did see something though that Google, so people Google stuff because they're looking for answers, but it's Google doesn't actually give you answers. It gives you suggestions on what they think the answer to your question is, which can be changed depending on like the SEO and all that stuff too. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah. way to look at that. Yeah. I forgot where I heard that, but shout out to whoever said that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shout out, shout out. what you got for me this week? Uh, I want to shout out to uh, one of my coworkers. Uh, you hey. know who you are for this this dope hat. So this is a company, Birds Aren't Real, right? Mm-hmm. And 
their their whole uh, marketing scheme is about how birds are not real and they're drones. It's yeah. actually really funny. And birds aren't real is their Instagram uh, screen name. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you guys should check them out. But yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to you, bro. Fuck with the hat. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. It's a cool looking hat too. Yeah, it was dope. I mean, he knows that I fuck with dad hats, and he just saw it and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I just wanted to get you some." I was like, "Damn, that's what's up, bro." I'm Damn, cool. that's nice. That's yeah. that's really dope. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out. Um, I have two shout outs this week. So one, I did want to shout out, like we we're talking about wills and stuff and all that. Um, all the thirty something year olds that are still trying to figure it out in life. You know, we've we were in like you know we're thirty one now. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that um. You know, we talk about this often with social media and stuff. You you compare yourself to your friends that are, you know, buying houses, having kids, getting married, all that kind of stuff. And there's still a lot of people that are in our age group, like myself, that haven't hit those points yet. Um, so I just wanted to shout out those people and just, you know, tell you to keep, keep it going. Don't try to compare yourself. You know, you see a lot of people, they'll uh, post things like, um, oh, all my friends are getting married and having kids, but I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner and stuff like that. Like, it's okay to, to not be in the same place as everybody else because you'll find that you'll find your path or whatever eventually. So shout out mm-hmm. to all those people that are still trying to put together and just don't, don't rush it. Don't feel like you need to rush your life to compare it to other people's. Yeah. I used to have an issue where I, I felt like I had to be at a certain point at a certain age. Yeah. And same. I don't even, I don't even know where I got, I mean, I guess looking at other people, like, I guess, you know, on average, this is what happens at this age type shit. But I don't know. I just have like these weird expectations for myself. And now that I'm at this point in my life, maybe one of them happened on time. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah. Coming and from it's me. To, it's not to say you'll never get there. Right. It's just right. people get to certain places at different times and there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't let social media make you feel like you have to go out and have a kid because everybody's having kids or you have to go out and buy a house. Like do that thing, do those things when you're ready. Don't do those things because the internet's pressuring you to do them. Oh, that's real. Yeah. Um, so shout out to everybody doing that. My second shout out. I don't know if you saw the shirt, but it's WNBA shirt. I don't know. Uh, people can see this, but uh, WNBA season starts tonight. Definitely got to support our women. One of the reasons why um, I've been really gung ho about supporting the WNBA is uh, last summer when all that social justice stuff was going on. WNBA players were right at the forefront. They didn't. Yeah, they were. They didn't stop. They they kept pressing on and on. So really dope stuff. So shout out to them. Shout out. I hope everybody has a great season. Excited to see the storm uh, try to defend their championship. And I'm really excited to see uh, Sabrina. And I'm going to probably butcher this name. Yonescu. She's the girl that went to Oregon that Kobe was mentoring. About she mm-hmm. got injured, yeah, injured in her first season. I think a couple games into it. So now she's back, and I'm excited to see what she does because it seems like she's like the, I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but like the Luka Doncic of the WNBA. Yeah, like you I know the it. next. So yeah, shout out to all the wonderful ladies of WNBA, and uh, I'm 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 just gonna try and get the Storm game this year. I think. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, for sure, that would be dope. Cool. And uh, yeah, that's episode <laughs> 79. <laughs> 79. Episode 79. We are the No Structure Podcast uh, every Monday on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Um, we post like shorts and everything on there, but also subscribe to the podcast. If you could do us a solid, if you like what we're saying, if you fucked with, laughed with us, whatever, please, uh, you know, subscribe, rate, review, all that, you know, stuff that makes the podcast world go around. And uh, the No Structure Podcast.com is the place to check us out. If you look in the corner of wherever this video is, you'll see it eventually it has all of our social media information too. So yeah, give us a shout. Love to hear from people. Yeah. Peace.